with sauce to work go high. This song's not like any song you know, ho high. Ho high, ho high, ho high. Ho high and welcome back to the mine. This is episode 85 of the Out of the Mines podcast. I'm Sean Oakley. And I'm Sam Cooper, and we have a third person here today. Uh, yes, we are joined with a, by a very special guest, the delightful Kaylee Oakley. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I don't have much of a voice still, but I'll try my best. So, a uh, bit of a different episode this week. Uh, we won't be reviewing a specific game. Um, so, if you're really looking forward to that, Join us next week. We'll buy you back to normal service. Uh, we are just going to talk about our experiences over the weekend at the Sith Taker Open. Woohoo! Yeah, and we all had a pretty good weekend, I think we can safely say. I mean, I think any time I go up there, it's a great weekend, regardless of how it goes. It's, it's great to see that many people. It's always a good laugh, good games. And just the loveliest bunch of geeks around, if I'm honest. Uh, so, shall we go through it just quick? Wait a second. So- Kaylee only experiences us and Sith Takers, so that means they're nicer than us. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but you know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought it was a given, but... <laughs> um, We're amazing. So, um, let's start with Sam, because... Once again, and I'm not salty about this in the slightest, uh, Sam was the best of us. Yeah, you definitely don't sound salty. Yeah, so I went four and one uh, on day one, and uh, I ended up ninth uh, in the Swiss, so I made managed to make day two uh, before meeting Liam uh, Baker in the top 16, like last year, and getting beaten. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's two in a row. He's not two out on now, right? Well, yeah, we were saying before the game, it was like, okay, so I need to win this one so we can, so that when we meet in the top sixteen next year, it's for the, it's for, it's for the winner. But no, he beats me two zero in the best of three. And also, to be fair, actually, we're we're calling him Liam Baker, but that wasn't technically true this weekend, was it? Uh, true. To this weekend, he was absolutely Liam Barnett. I'm my mistake. Yeah, must remember that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to get your facts right on this podcast because that's what we're renowned for, <laughs> we're getting well our facts for right. Our accuracy, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, so you had a good Swiss. Yeah, it was really... <clears throat> okay, so I guess, I guess, I guess what, what I should start with is, is the list I took. So uh, I, if you have listened to this podcast, I have been experimenting a lot with lists. Uh, and after I played a game against Chris Burnett and got my ass absolutely handed to me, playing a droid swarm with a gunship and a tactical relay. I basically pivoted out of it. We have quick build General Grievous with like at maneuver souls while impervium plating dirge with proton cannons, proton bombs and elusive in the title. And then I have three separate bo- uh, three bombardment drones with proxmines, independent calc and the iron assembler with independent calc shells and munitions failsafe. So essentially uh, the LVO winning list, but I took out Dooku and put Grievous and the Iron Assembler in. Uh, and it went it went really, really well. Turns out the pizza delivery system, Proxmine's out the front, is really good. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. <laughs> when you've got three of them, it's hard to dodge it. And notably, the two games... 
where my opponent did dodge it with the two games I lost. So there's something. Uh, because uh, my first game was against Andy, Andy McGorman. He was playing Rebels, and it, he had an interesting list. Uh, I cannot remember exactly what it was, but basically he had uh, a load of A-Wings. Uh, and I want to say, oh, yes, A-Wings and the Ezra Bridger in the Gauntlet. And now that was super interesting. Um, unfortunately for that game, the A-Wings and my separatist bomb, uh, my Bombardment Jones and Dirge essentially jousted uh, and I won priority uh, on the turn after we, we we exchanged range three shots, did a couple of damage to each other. I won priority and I managed to block his A-wing formation as they tried to turn into the center of the board to get away from my proximity mines. So turn three, uh, I killed two A-wings with proximity mines and shooting. And by turn four, uh, I, I I think turn, turn four, I would turn to fight the gauntlet and turn five, the gauntlet was dead and I'd won. Uh, so it was a very un- unfortunately quick game, but it was very interesting because it was like, oh, okay, so I can catch people. Like this does work. Grievous does do all the things. Dirge just sits there and exists, and the and the bombers are really really annoying. So we go into game two, and I play against Mark Ryder. So he had, yeah, okay. So Faroff in the Reaper with Seventh Sister, Boy Vader, Iden. Uh, in a TIE Fighter with Iron Cannon and Elusive, Mauler Mythil and Backstabber TIE Fighters from the Battle of Yavin. So standard Vader, three TIEs and an extra ship. Um, and we played a very interesting game. You know, I actually I very, feel very sad. I can't remember many of the details of this round. But essentially, uh, I charged the Reaper with my bombardment drones and threw things at it. Uh, and... Grievous, I believe I didn't end up managing to get rid of... No, I did manage to get rid of Vader in the end, and that's how I managed to win. But it was very much... Uh, it, it was the, This is one of those games where the score does not represent it. I ended up winning 20 to 9 uh, relatively quickly, but it didn't... It felt like a, the, the score didn't really represent it because... It was just uh, not. It was yes. It was a scramble. So there was a lot of. Um, I essentially won off getting objective points and not killing a whole lot. I believe I killed a couple of the Tie Fighters, and that's about it. And I lost. Uh, I believe the Iron Assembler and two of my bombers. But it uh, got to the point where I I was just able to keep scrambling the the sensors and. Um, blocking him in a way that he couldn't do a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, and so we go into round three and I meet, uh, I'm going to, I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong, Matteo Cano playing first order. And this was a, a, a bizarre game. And th- this, I can f- safely say I'm, pr- I got the advantage due to my opponent's green dice being awful. And then he could never get it back. Uh, to basically put this in to perspective, I had like Grievous had an outmaneuver range three shot into Scorch, and I had two uh, my, two of my bombardment drones had range three shots into Scorch round two, uh, and Scorch died. Scorch did have a focus, by the way. Fair. Uh, and so, with that start uh, being how it was, like it, it was very hard for him to get back into it. I killed. Yeah. He was he was playing Ember. A pile of uh, TIFOs like Malarus, Scorch, um, Midnight, the guy, uh, and Static, 
the guy the guy who if you spend a target lock and a focus you change all his results to crits and um and also gideon hask in the z-class shuttle and it was super scary i learned things about ember turns out ember's ability is really really good if you've done some damage yes yes it is um but I again because of it was savage mission and I was playing a list where I could pick up boxes and sit on rocks and stay there. I didn't have to worry about losing the barrel rolls, uh, and I was able to basically take out Scorch, take out uh, Gideon Hask, and Ember got stuck facing. Basically, he got stuck behind a, a a bombardment drone twice in a row and and ate two proximity mines and died. And I won twenty to four, and that was. It was one of those games that, like, it just swings so hard your way in a couple of turns that, like, it, it's a disaster. So, uh, yeah, I was. It was like fourteen to four uh, in the last round, and then I, and then Ember died, and I was like, I'm holding two boxes, and I've killed Ember, so I win. And he was like, oh, Okay, thank, thank God, get me out of this game because it's just swinging horribly. Yeah. But Mateo was a lovely person, and I want to play him many more times because yeah, that was I, an, I, amaz- I that was an amazing game. He uh, he ended up playing three tins over the course yeah. of the day that was an amazing game he's a lovely person and the score should not have been 20 to 4 because that that was and the, I believe it was the 4 was he killed the Iron Assembler and he had uh, a box for two turns I think I think the problem is games like that though they tend to once they start spiralling they just yeah continue and you yeah you're right it, it ends up with an unrealistic end score for the game yeah and so we get into my fourth game and I'm 3-0 and and I don't know why um, because I when I went into this tournament I was I was expecting okay I was hoping for 3-2 expecting 2-3 like my past my track record of tournaments hasn't been amazing recently um, and so I was going into round four 3-0 and thinking oh god oh god oh god uh, and I'm going to get this name wrong here uh, on long trans, uh, Lurilk uh, Krig or Louis, as he introduced himself to me, play, flying Republic with CLT Anakin, click contrail, kickback, uh, and a lot. I cannot remember exactly which lot it was. I believe it was Sicko. Yes, it was Sicko. Um, and that doesn't sound like twenty points. And possibly, I'm possibly forgetting another ship. Hang on. Go through it again. CLT Anakin. Yeah. Kick, kick back, um, click, contrail from Battle of... Uh, sorry, Siege of Coruscant. Yeah. Uh, and Sicko. Yeah, that's, that's 15. Uh, that's, 20, sorry. Okay, that's 20. Okay, that's Three, that's three for right Siege then. of Coruscant, six for CLT Annie. Gotcha, gotcha. And five for the lat. Uh, and... This this round is where we finally, unfortunately, have got chance engagement, and I have a lot less confidence in uh, <laughs> the chance engagement with my list. Oh, yeah, I mean, you yes yeah. and no because like, y- y- a republic is a good yeah. list to meet on chance engagement because yeah, that's what I thought at the time, uh, and then I remembered that republic are good at not dying, and I only have one real hammer in Grievous. Like, I have to like. Lining up the bullseyes is the most important. Um, but there's also sorry, only line, one. Sorry, lining up, like, yeah. Yeah, so there's also only one real hammer coming back at you in the CLT Annie. Yeah. And I think this is this this is the uh, 
the thing to take away from this game is that both of our hammers didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and but so the wet fish game. <laughs> this was this is very much a wet fish game. Uh, so Anik, basically Anakin went on a massive because I I did what I do with the Iron Assembler every single time I say, this is the Iron Assembler's rock, this is where he will live for most of the game, he'll just shoot and try and live. And he basically positioned himself at range two of the centre, with the intention of staying there forever, just so I can score the centre point every round, no matter what else happens. Um, I honestly can't remember what I did with Dirge, I'm pretty sure he didn't die this game. Dirge, Dirge, was, Dirge was a weird one, this tournament, he was, he was relevant a lot, but I cannot remember things he did. <laughs> if that makes sense that's fair um, essentially this game was a wet noodle fight because we were both gaining like one point from the round and then uh, Louis got a little bit ahead when he managed, he managed to kill the Iron Assembler and a Bombardment Drone and then the next round I killed Sicko um, speaking of Hammers doing nothing so Anakin went on a massive flank to get the Iron Assembler and in my one good, in my one glorious play of the day, because I, I, I knew Anakin was coming around, so I turned out the Iron Assembler to face him. We exchanged uh, a energy shell and a range three CLT shot. I rolled one hit, two blanks, so my munitions fail safety. Nothing happened. When I thought, okay, well, Anakin's coming for me. If I sit on the rock, I'm just accepting it. So I, in a fit of genius, two straighted off the rock. Anakin overshot the Iron Assembler. Uh, and it was down to Contrail who was shooting me in the back to kill me. And he did die, but Anakin had now spent three or four turns like looping around and would spend another turn trying to avoid General Grievous looping around, so not not doing a whole lot of killing. Yeah. Um, what it essentially boiled down to is I managed to get uh, a prox mine onto kickback and halved kickback. Uh, I think I plinked the shield off Anakin at some point and I killed Sicko. And I killed Click. Um, and then in the final round, uh, Grievous was one off being halved. I had a bombardment drone that was like was full health, but available to be shot at. And I managed to bump Kickback and Contra with Grievous. So Contra had a range one shot into Grievous. Click, uh, Kickback had a range zero shot into Grievous. Anakin was. Uh, essentially attempting to dodge a proximity mine so didn't have a di- didn't have the greatest shot into grievous but it was a, it was like range through not in balls over the clt but couldn't afford to at the time we didn't know that the round was going to be ending this round so couldn't afford to boost in front of a bombardment drone who was right there and had a lock because even if the bombardment drone didn't do anything the prox mine would do it yeah uh and dirge had a range one shot into contrail we were currently uh I believe we were something along the lines of like 11, like 10, 10 going into the final round. All of the shooting happens. Grievous doesn't take any damage. And I dealt the one damage to Contrail that I needed in the final shot to halve him and gain a single point, winning 12, 11. So that was insane. And then my final round, I'm 4-0. I'm panicking. I don't know why I'm here. I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off. And I come up against Ollie Pocknell. Uh, and he's flying, essentially, Imperial Aces. Uh, we've got Boy Vader. We've got Sun Tifel, who I haven't seen in, in, a, in a while, so that was actually quite nice to see Sun Tifel on the table. I don't think I've seen in 2.5. Yeah. Um, Moff Gideon, who, by the way, is 
has an amazing ability. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this is Moff Gideon with cloaking device. Uh, possibly, elu- oh, cloak- cloaking device, overchain modulators, and possibly elusive. Uh, and uh, Sunte had shield upgrade, predator crack shots. Uh, and then there was Major Vermeil with Seventh Sister, um, targeting computer, Captain Hark, and uh, uh, Ion. Limiter, Ion override. limiter override. So, for the record, who don't know what that does, is Captain Hark is when you do a red maneuver, if you don't, um, you can spend one of his two charges to gain a focus token. Iron limiter override is when you do a red maneuver, you may do a bow roll, roll a dice on a hit, you get a strain, on a crit, you get an ion. The, like the Reaper doesn't really care about that. Uh, and then obviously it has Seventh Sister for the Force. Uh, and Captain Vale's ability is when he's attacking, if you don't have green tokens, he can change any results to a hit result. So he's got a very solid attacker. He can basically be wherever he likes. Uh, so we're playing Salvage Mission, uh, and I'll just let you know, the crates only came up, and spoiler alert, I, I did lose this to Ollie. The crates only came up when Ollie had started to edge away we did try picking up the crates and later that turn five crates were back on the on the ground and so we both kind of just stopped because <laughs> <laughs> it turns out when vader's lobbing out crits like it's confetti i don't get to keep i don't get to hold uh boxes and i was throwing out crits like it's confetti so ollie didn't get to hold boxes um essentially this game was me trying to catch the aces i did catch major of and i did kill him uh it i this is one of those interesting things where i got i got i knew what seventh sister does but that that's not the same as knowing what seventh sister does yeah mm-hmm. because like i had i blocked the major of on a bombardment drone but he had three health left Dirge had just done a one bang. I had the range one shot, but not the bullseye. And he had a focus and a four. So I was like, ah, I'll focus and I'll barrel roll to get my bullseye onto Major Mail. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll spend a force. And then thought about it for a second because he could have even attracted um, Dirge. Um, Which I think would have been my bullseye. first thought to get the bullseye off again. Uh, and then instead decided to jam me. So I had bullseye, but no token and no mods. So that was an interesting because I was I actually thinking like because no matter what he did, I was getting a range one shot regardless. Yeah, and I, I think it's correct. A range one shot without mods is better than a range one shot where we both have mods because yes, he couldn't use his focus, but if Dirge didn't deal three damage to Major Vermeil, Vermeil gets to shoot, and then it would have a focus because he couldn't dispense it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was that was some interesting stuff. But I did manage to kill the male that round. I, however, did lose during the course of this game all three of the bombardment drones and the iron assembler to a combination of the male Sunter and Vader. And then the last few turns of the game were basically me trying to catch Vader with um, Grievous and Dirge and failing. Uh, Suntir picked up a box. Vader had a box for a turn and then was forced to drop it because no one was allowed to carry boxes when there was shooting involved in this game. Uh, but essentially, the, la- the last few rounds were me desperately trying to catch an I-6. 
and just not quite getting there. Like it was just well played. Like Ollie knew it was. It was one of those games where like I think we both knew that Ollie had probably won unless Ollie makes a mistake. Yeah. Because the the last few rounds were like I'm going to put in these moves and you're going to decide whether I get to shoot you or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so I lost. It was a it was a good game. It could have I, like it's one of the, it could have gone my way. It it could have not. It's one of those things like I don't I don't begrudge being. I don't think I did anything overtly horribly wrong. Um, I just didn't capitalize. I was I, I didn't capitalize on. Uh, any plays any plays I did make and I didn't quite appreciate what Major for Mail could do with Iron Limiter Override. I identified that it would be cool, but I forgot that a stop will let him do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're literally arc dodging me with a with a Reaper. And there's oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and so I, but I was four and one, and I was, I'll, I'll admit, everyone was like, oh, no, you definitely made it. I was a little concerned because four and one loss is worse than four and one draw. And I didn't know how many people were going to draw. And I, at the time, at, at the time of me submitting the, like, I, I was the, I was one of the lowest four and O's. But, but also, admittedly, I, think, I didn't appreciate how much playing Ollie would raise my SOS. Well, that's it. I think because your loss was the last round. That means you, uh, you know, you lose to a, basically a five and zero, oh, which will yeah. raise your like if if you'd lost round one and then won the other four, you'll be lower than someone who's won four than lost one. Yeah. Um. But like I said, most importantly, this is a game I lost. This is a game where Ollie was able to basically always position himself that I couldn't then put either I then couldn't put a proximity mine on him or the one time I could have done the male died in the shooting phase so it was basically irrelevant not that I expected to catch Vader or Suntir with proximity mines if I'm brutally honest but uh, it should I still needed to present the threat and I was unable to do so so we go into day two uh, and I meet Liam Baker in the top 16 as a repeat Again. of last time Again. And he's flying Separatists. Uh, and he's flying... He's, he's flying more meta than I am because he has a fire spray. But I don't think any list that in includes two Tri-Fighters can be considered top hardcore meta, although I'm now going to start looking at it because it was interesting. So we have Django with Treacherous Jamming Beam, Savage Press, False Transponders, Proton Bombs, Contraband Cybernetics, Delayed Fuses, Slave One Title, and the Veteran Tail Gunner. Volandas of Outmaneuver. That's a more brave build than I, I choose for Volandas most of the time. Dirge with Marksmanship, Proton Cannons, Delayed Fuses, and Proton Bombs. So basically the same as my Dirge, except I went for Elusive uh, instead of the Marksmanship. Although, admittedly, having Delayed Fuses would have been nice in some of my games. And finally, the... Siege of Coruscant, Flak Off, Ock, Tri-Fighter. And we roll, we come up, go up to day two and we get Chance Engagement. Uh, which I think is... Um, it's unfortunate for me uh, because I think my list would do better at objective um, yeah. games yeah. than Liam's, but it is what it is. You can't... I can't blame the list and Liam flew really well. And it was a super interesting game that I did lose. Uh... 
I believe the final score was 20 to 17, although I will say it, the game was firmly in Liam's hands the last quarter of the game, I think. Like, it, it only seems close uh, because I managed to plink half off Django and get an extra four points. Um, but I did... Uh, I lost everything but the two of my bombardment drones in that game, and I was I wasn't able able to half the tri fighters. I was able to kill Dirge, score points off the center, and I did manage to control the center solely on one of the rounds. So I did get the forty points for that, and I was able to, I was scoring the center every single round, which is why I was able to keep up. I just I wasn't able to keep up with the killing. The focus grievous pretty heavily, and I could. Again, Grievous didn't die until the second to last round, but I wasn't able to get any of the damage I needed to get in, and he he basically dodged every single one of my pro- my proximity mines uh, except for one, and that was one he knew was on the ground, so he'd chosen to go into it. Yeah. Because that would allow him to get the better shots. And that's what it came down to. Um, we, ha- we had a mutual dirge extermination. His dirge died, came back, and then died. And then my dirge died, and then came back. Unfortunately, uh, healing above half doesn't get, get those points back anymore. Nope. <laughs> Which is, I think, very good for the game. But yeah, it was a. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like what it comes down to is I just couldn't get damage onto the flax, and I couldn't get enough guns onto Django to finish him off. Okay. Good. You know. That's yeah. a second top sixteen in a row for you, Sith yeah. Takers. That's that's um, a good showing. Absolutely and, awesome. And so things to think back on. Actually, I, I like my mistakes. I hey, here's 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 my main mistake. And I, I, this is hard. Maybe other people can identify more. My main mistake is not tr- is I think not trusting. Um, my bombardment drones to live and just throwing out prox mines in the hope that there might be an enemy there. I should just throw them out when I know they're going to hit. Yeah. But there were a few times when I was like, my my bombardment drone is dying. I have two prox mines left. Let's drop one. And they think in literally in the game versus Liam, I literally thought that because I was like, well, Volan, I think I Volan wants to clear his stress. So it's probably two or three harding and it might hit the prox mine. And I dropped the prox mine, tip the Volan's too hard, doesn't hit it. I move in in front of Django because I'm like, I have to kill Django if I'm going to get back into this. But I, I don't think this bombardment drone is going to live. Turns out he did. So next turn, so that turn got a shot and next turn could have put a prox mine onto Django. Yeah. And, you know, who knows how that could have changed whatever, right? Like, it's one of the things, um, I just need to be, I need to be a lot more less trigger happy with prox mines and not think of it as it is a waste if i still have two charges at the end because it's not because if they sit there on the ground they're also a waste yeah um but on the on another note and i think this is something to take care of is like so i was thinking uh, a lot on the way back being like how can i like change my list improve my list and i've, I've tweaked it a little bit um because I think notably, I'd, I'd, ha- I'd have to go look this up to find out. Like, I'm pretty sure I was one of the few separatist lists that wasn't running a fire spray that did well. Yeah, I'd have I'd, I'd have to go and look it up. Um, I couldn't tell. I couldn't exactly uh, tell you if that if I'm making a bold claim that's completely wrong. Um, but uh and i was thinking like could i could run a fire spray in this list very easily i could i could fit it in and like fiddle stuff around and have a good list but i think what it comes down to is i don't think i'd have done i don't think i'd have made top 16 if i was running a fire spray 
because I just can't fly them very well. And I mean, that's sometimes you just don't get yeah. on with a ship, you know? Yeah. And so I think my, my takeaway from this is like sometimes, yes, the meta is there for a reason. And hey, look, I think I'd, I'd have, like I said, I have to go check it out. But I'm pretty sure basically every top separatist list had a fire spray in, except mine because I'm weird. Um, but if you're not getting results with fire sprays, don't just keep running them because it's good. In fact, here yeah, we go. Yeah. There's literally another one with had a Sith infiltrator instead of a fire spray. Bam. Tw- so I was I was just lying. Tweet, you know, make your list suit you and your playstyle, and you'll do better with a suboptimal list that you you do well with and like than just taking a meta yeah. list and not getting on with it. And don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm flying completely wacky out there stuff. I'm flying yeah. Grievous Dirge at the yeah, I Assembler. Yeah. Like <laughs> Um, but like that, like it was one of the things where like, I actually like came to the conclusion, like actually, I am doing better flying stuff that I can fly rather than being like I'm playing separatists and I should have put Django in, yeah, or Dooku because like, like, like basically my list is essentially the LVO winning list minus Dooku, yeah. Um, but I don't think I would have success with Dooku. Well, that's fair. Uh, and that's where I ended up. So, uh, um, yeah. Effectively 11th. <laughs> uh, let's swing into me, who ended up about as mid-table as you can get. Uh, I will do a slightly briefer overview, uh, because it's not as interesting as Sam's. Uh, I ended up with two wins, uh, one draw and two losses. So so literally as mid-table as you can possibly be. I think I ended up 49th out of 105 people. So, if there was a uh, a picture to describe mediocre in the Sith Taker this year, I'd be there. Um, but I took Meta Separatists because, um, ironically, after playing the the break that Sam and I were doing last week, uh, and then having some practice at club night, I actually felt I was doing reasonably well with it. Um, and the it's more the upgrades I settled on, um, but I took Django. With Predator, Dooku, Proton Bombs, Contraband, Fuses, Titan, and Veteran Tail Gunner. Um, I took Dirge, but my Dirge was slightly different. Uh, I took the Proton Cannons and the Marksmanship title, uh, but also took Hondo uh, for either that long range jam or the I 5 coordinate. And I like Hondo. And I like Hondo. Um, I took General Grievous with the build. Um, yep. <laughs> and then and then I took Siege of Coruscant 404 as my three points. You know, get that six dice APT off and try and trade up, basically. Um, and I my my first game was really tight. Um, it ended 2018 in my favour. Um, and it only I only won that game because when my dirge died, he had six damage on him. We flipped it. There were three direct hits and three pilot crits. Jesus. And I healed all six damage. <laughs> and then, so when Vader moved in behind him, because he was ionized, and Vader moves in behind him, range one, couldn't put five damage through. I think he put like three. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what that's what nabbed that one at the death. Um, game two played out um, against Robert uh, for a 17 17 draw, um, which is interesting because what it meant was if i i'm one win one draw at this point if i win my last three games i'm like guaranteed cut 
because four wins and a draw go above four wins and a loss. But if I have a loss, then I'm not making cut because three wins. So it's effectively a loss, but not. Um, game three, actually, ironically, was probably the the most enjoyable game of the day. Um, but despite driving 350-odd miles, I'm playing Chris Burnett. So, you know, Thursday, Thursday night club night. But... Um, it was, um, we were playing Salvage. Uh, Chris had bought his resistance list, um, Poe and the Falcon, uh, Lulo, Kaz, and um, Kova. Um, and basically that came down to, it was a 21-20 victory for me. It's a really tight game, um, really fun game. Um, but it basically came down to, I started off turn zero by setting up 404 to go and joust Lulo and Poe. Or I set up, he set up the ships afterwards, and I opted into the joust. That seems um, like a losing proposition. But what it did was, so he set up Cover on the opposite side, and what it did was it meant that Lulo and Poe came down, as I was looking at it, the right-hand side to take on 404. And my the rest of my list just shot up and and took out Cover, right? And they literally <laughs> died on the same turn. So it's so just, just a decent trade. That's a decent trade, but what it's also done is it's got Poe on the wrong side of my entire list, wrong side of the table. Sorry for my entire list. And because Cover was gone, um, you can't do the, you know the janky lowering the the manoeuvre difficulty to remove stress on a white, etc. Yeah. Um, Chris got unlucky with some a couple of close bumps trying to bring Poe in behind Lulo, which kind of forced him to turn away for one turn, then come back in. Um, right. And it, it just ended up Poe was just out for slightly too long in the game, which kind of gave me a little bit more freedom to go after the other ships. Um, so, yeah, really fun game, though. Um, and two wins and a draw at this point. I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, and then it comes to round four, uh, and it's chance engagement, um, and I'm playing Tom, who's brought Septists. He's also got a Dirge. He's also got a Django. Um, he had um, two droids, Iron Assembler and uh, one of the DFSs. Um, and um, so that was really tight. Oh, uh, he brought Dooku. Duke and the Infiltrator. Um, and we just hammered at each other. It was, it was quite a fun game. Lots of dice throwing. Um, we lost Dooku and Django on the same turn. Um, and that one, that one basically came down to... Um, I was, I think, a point behind on the last turn. Um, and... Um, Grievous was facing away at a 45 degree angle from the two vultures. Uh, I'd already halved the Iron Assembler. Um, I was reasonably confident that my Dirge, who had died and come back to health, I could get him out of danger so I didn't give up um, half there because we're playing chance. Um, and 
I knew that his droids, who were next to, like, almost touching me, um, were going to two forward, land on the rock, be in range of the centre objective. Um, but if we if we go 1-1, one, one, I lose. Right. Um, what I could have done was three-sloot Grievous, um, but I was slightly worried that with a three-sloot up and a two-straight down... I'd end up out of range three. Um, so what I did was I one hard to the right and then barrel rolled in to try and catch the arc on the back. Yeah. Uh, and I missed by about two millimetres, uh, which meant I couldn't shoot, which meant that we both scored. Oh. And it ends up 19-20 to Tom. Uh, it was a really fun game. Tom was a great guy. Um, don't get me wrong. We, we had so much fun just... Throwing dice. And I'll never know. I, no, I do know because I actually put the templates down to have a quick gander. Then the three sloop was range three. I mean, how the dice would have gone, you never know. Uh, but I only had to get one through. Um, and obviously, Grievous has his mods from being behind. It would have been outmaneuver to negate yeah. the range three. Yeah, but I can quite safely tell you that range one outmaneuver doesn't mean you're going to roll any pain. Well, no, no, exactly. We all, but at least I would have had the opportunity to roll dice. Yeah, at least like, you'd have had a chance because that half would have won me the game. Yeah. Um, no, well, sorry, so your round four was basically the same as mine, except mine succeeded. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that—that that is what it is. Um, and then game game five uh, was against Nick from the Firecast, uh, who had brought um, the same list as Chris, just with slightly different um, upgrades. And he didn't have Kova. He had um, BB-8 and Finn in the polls. Okay. So actually, I should say similar list. Um, and basically, uh, that game, when... I set up really badly, turn zero, um, and the game just started running away from me, um, and I couldn't, um, I wasn't going to win. I could see already I wasn't going to win. Um, so about three quarters through the game, I or halfway through the game, I was like, I'm not going to win this. It, it's run away from me. So I was going to claim some bounties. So little 404, <laughs> uh, stress maneuvered three turns in a row. Which, um, uh, just before the did, did confuse Nick a little bit. He's like, well, what are you doing? What are you, and I did it twice. So yeah. I, I don't answer. I like, I'll tell you after the third time. Just wanted to make sure yeah. he was alive for the third time. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we so talked for about... full disclosure, there was a list of things that your player could accomplish that would get them prizes from the table. And they were all ridiculous. Like stress move three times in a row, move off the board, take damage from rocks four times in a row. Yeah. Um like Nick and I talked about the, the actual game afterwards and they're like because we were talking about rock placement for Poe because he doesn't you know, he wants trick short, what to do, and he was like, no, the rock placement was fine. What you should have done with your list, though, was just come up here with this space, brought your entire list up here and made me come into it. And I'm like, yeah, fair. And I, I didn't do that, and I was trying to get 404 to jump in quick, try and get an APT off before he dies, and it didn't work out. Poe just basically shot past him and wandered off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, that finished twenty-one-five, but the writing was on the wall long, long before that. Um, 
My my mistakes. Actually, I think my biggest mistake was list building. Not, I mean, there were mistakes in the game, games, uh, but I think list building was the biggest mistakes. Um, specifically, this tweaks to Django. I didn't Dooku as much as I thought I could, so I could drop that to Savage. There were a couple of times I Dooku'd, and it was useful on actually Dookuing defense rolls. Um, and what I need, to, what I need to actually think about, if I if I want to keep using Dooku as a crew, is that he works on other ships as well, not just when you're getting shot or you're shooting. Yeah, because there were a couple of times I could have Dooku'd one of my own ships, um, which might have helped. But I think the two big ones actually were Hondo on Dirge. So I, I Hondoed a few times in the practice games, um, and a couple of times in the game against Chris. Uh, but the other four games I didn't hondo once. And so that's five points just sat there wasted, basically. Yeah. That could have been a bomb or or, or something, you know. Um, so, yeah, much as it's it's fun, it just wasn't as useful as I thought it would be. Uh, and the other one, actually, is 404. Because I... Didn't get the APT off as much as I wanted to. Um, either he's not in range uh, too many times, it was just range two, uh, or he dies. Um, so I actually think those three points are better filled with a pizza delivery bombardment drone. Yeah. Um, because. Oh, heck. Or honestly, maybe even DFS 311 for the yeah. coordinating calculate. Well, I was just thinking, like, you, you do the props, man. If he dies, before he gets a chance, you know, if he doesn't survive the first engagement, then you're probably no worse off than 404 was, because he was dying yeah. a lot um, before he could get his APT off. Uh, but if he doesn't, then you're guaranteed to get that prox mine. Yeah. Whereas 404 still based on chance, the couple of times I got it off, I think I got it off once and it did one shield. And then I crit myself. <laughs> yeah, but you knew this going in. But like, 404 either one shot something or hurts himself. That's all he does. Yeah, I know. But I was there is no in between. You knew this going in. You were just but, hoping to high roll. Yes, I was hoping. Of course, everyone hopes to high roll. Like, yeah. that's... like my point. My point is, like, I don't think that. I don't think that means you should instantly swap him out. I think that no, just no. means, like, just. I, I, I. While, while I agree, I don't think that's. Uh, like, I understand that's an option, but I think for consistency, launching the bombardment drone, and I think launching the bombardment drone actually is probably more of a a, a thinking threat for your opponent rather than 404, who is, I suppose, easier to, to deal with because you know that it's all right, fine, just don't get in range one and you're fine. But the the bombardment drone, with the ability to drop the props mine to either side, you've got to think about this turn, next turn, your manoeuvre, you know, it's it's more of a headache. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my, my Sith Taker open. I, I mean, they were all great games. It was, as always, a fantastic atmosphere. Um, and I'm looking forward to next year. Uh, so, Kaylee, 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 Kaylee. Hey, uh, hey there. <laughs> so, 
you don't, if you don't want to, need to run through your entire games. Because what I'm actually interested in, although you can... I, I'm going to do the experience if that's yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I want you to talk about your experience there, because this is your first large tournament, right? Uh, this is my first large tournament. I am pretty much a newbie to at least 2.5. So you, you played for what, a year before the uh, pandemic? To, to be fair, I'm not a complete X-Wing newbie because uh, I got. Uh, I used to go to club nights, uh, fortnightly, uh, pre-pandemic. Uh, that was our child-free time. We have three children. This was our child-free time doing stuff together. COVID hit. We had another baby and I've got to say X-Wing has been put right on the back burner until fairly recently for obvious reasons, bringing up children, not being able to socialise, I mean, being a complete technophobe and really not getting getting along with um, uh, TTS, which to be fair, if I could t- if I could have TTSed, I would have been playing more X-Wing. Uh, but I must say I got behind. I had no idea what was going on but sean dragged me along i've played i be I, th- I think we had like four, i want to say five. i want to say i can count on one hand yeah. the amount of 2.5 games i've actually played and i had not been to an event so big for at least four years whenever curtain did their big big event pre-pandemic and so I was excited, I was nervous, but I was ready to play some X-Wing. Right, so I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to do a blow-by-blow of my games because all I was really there, there doing was having the time of my life. I want to thank, first of all, every single member of the X-Wing community who was in that room, who made the only girl playing on that day feels so welcome and just treated me as uh, just another X-Wing player, did not give me any special treatment, played played me as you would play anyone else and being the best of company. Because I must say in any other game, I probably would have felt really nervous. I wouldn't have had the time that I did just chatting basically to a great big room of lovely blokes pushing some plastic uh, spaceships around a board. I had a blast. But I will try and do a little breakdown of my games. Uh, I've forgotten names. I have no idea what anyone was flying. So I am not going to be as succinct as uh, my lovely pro husband and the other half. Um, do you want to just run through your wait, list? Quickly? Wait, which of us right, is which? Uh, <laughs> Sorry? Wait, which of us is which? Yeah, I'm not sure either. <laughs> I, I don't know. Who's the husband? Who's the other half? Who knows? <laughs> right. Um, so I will try and get my list right. My list was I had two Falcons on the board and Wedge in the X-Wing. I, I was flying Han, who was a quick build Han. That's uh, Battle of Yavin Han. Battle of Yavinghan, thank you, dear. In fact, if you can remember better than me, you can talk at this point. I mean, it's written up there on the screen. I can't read from here, Uh, love. All right, all right. right. Uh, So Kaylee was flying um, Boyhan, Boy Wedge, uh, and then Lando with Perceptive, Nien, and Biston. I would have got that much. Basically, (laughs) I, I was helping Kaylee sort of list builds before, and we wanted something that 
was reasonably simple with, without lots and lots of triggers because I have baby still, brain yeah, still. She, she has baby. I may I may have a two and a half year old, but baby baby brain is still alive and kicking. So yeah, you wanted to keep it kind of simple, but also, you know, still good. Um yeah, it's not top tier, but it's two falcons. They're gonna be hard to kill. It punches reasonably well. And as I think was previously said, I'm not flying meta. I'm here to have fun and do a list that I feel comfortable playing. No, I'm not going to win every game. Hell no, I'm not gonna win every game I play, but I can remember this list and enjoy pushing those ships around the board. Also, Kaylee's got a painted falcon that she did herself, so it's there so had to pretty. be a falcon in there. It's so pretty and no one gets what it is. I will shout it out on the podcast so people know <laughs> for next time they come across it. It's a, a, a painting by Gustav Klimt. You can look it up. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's going to know what that is either. So yeah, I know, but I'm trying. I, I'm trying to culture people here. I'm married and I don't, I'm married to you and I don't even know what it is. Charming, thanks, dear. <laughs> a bold assumption to believe that people listen to this podcast. <laughs> Right, uh, so game one. I could not have asked for a better start to this tor- tournament. In fact, I played, uh, I want to say Matteo, I'm really sorry again if I yeah, no, got, your, got his name name wrong. He was the best start, and I'm sorry, dear, if you got to play three tins, that may have sucked for you a little bit. Uh, basically, uh, apart from the fact we played the mission entirely wrong, but we were playing some weird um, combination between assault and uh, I Scramble. believe that would have been more like salvage. Scramble. 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 Whichever so, one it was. So, I, I don't know the objective. So, um, so, so, so we were claiming we were claiming our obstacles when apparently you only had to be near them. Who knew? Not me, not Mattia at the time. So but basically, we're on an even footing, so we don't. That's, yeah, that's fine. If you were both, we were doing on an it, even then... footing, so it didn't matter. We were all playing by the same wrong rules, so that's absolutely fine. And what he did was he gave me confidence to play my list, and gave me just the occasional like poke in the right direction of you know what you've forgotten that. And by the end of that game, I was so comfortable with my list that I could go on and play my other four games with huge confidence. So huge shout out to Matteo. I had the best time playing you. And I'll probably say that about every game, but I really, this weekend's been great. I had a lovely time, but he was absolutely super and the best sport and helped me out loads to start with. Right, game two uh, was my first win. That filled me with so much confidence. Another super sweet, lovely player who, I'm so sorry, I've forgotten your name. That makes me feel awful, but you were an absolute diamond, played absolutely like brilliantly. And we just had the great, a great time too. And uh, yeah, so that game went well. That was my first win. And I started to pick up some more momentum. This felt really, really good. Uh, I believe three... Was it three where we got swapped? Was that no, three? That, that no, was, was that, that between was three and four? Yeah, okay, that was, that cut that four. bit out, love. <laughs> right. So then I had the pleasure of playing Matt Coggins, who my husband had talked about quite a bit of time before. She didn't realise he had my voice on his phone. That was an interesting bit of conversation. So 
literally we chatted our way through another lovely game of x-wing that he won and uh my husband will tell you that i am going to be the least salty person in the room because i am here to have fun and I do not care. I will celebrate everyone's successes on a dice roll. Coggins is a great guy. He's re- he's always chirpy. He's really happy. I've played him a few times. I've met, I've seen him at events. Um, because he's from Somerset, we end up kind of going to a, a few of the same events down in Curtin and places like that. Um, and when Kay came up to me, she's like, oh, I'm round three. I've got this person called Matt Coggins. Do you know what it who he is and I just looked at him and went you're going to have a fun game and I did I basically found my male opposite sorry love he's more similar than me than you are uh, basically we have similar age kids we are both very chatty we were both there just enjoying the day just enjoying the game wow sorry love <laughs> feel like I've been replaced a little bit there no yeah, yeah. to be fair if I can find a replacement husband I've got a hundred and odd to choose from here I can take my pick <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just going to sit here in my room and just read my phone. Don't worry, don't mind me. Sorry, I'm dying. It's fine, Uh, Sam. You're witness when the divorce proceedings happen. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what I mean. I think we know who the third wheel is now. It's Kaylee because she wants to be off with a hundred other men. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently so. So you know what I mean, like-minded yeah. people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right, never mind. Yeah, you can edit that out, love. No, not a chance. Look, uh, uh, <laughs> well, you're gonna have to find a good place to come back in because this little conversation ain't happening. Uh, right. So yeah, ba- basically had an awesome game with him, and he was just the sweetest, and gave me some more really nifty advice. Like everyone I came up against was just giving me little tidbits of information, things that I hadn't realised, things uh, basically everyone was having to tell me which um, mission was which because, my gosh, I had no idea. I've played about five games. I don't even think I'd played every mission. Uh, So... You had. I made sure we played it at least once. Uh, Okay, dear, if you say so. Uh, Right. Uh, My fourth game, again, my hubby could tell me who it was because it was lovely Dylan. I believe he has a blog who I should probably shout out. But Dylan has a great blog, everybody. And we were just having a great laugh again, having lovely, lovely time. His reds were on fire and it was so good. Uh, So we... Uh, had some crazy moves. We were just so we'd slipped p- ships past each other, just within mill. Uh, got really close. Had some ridiculous bumps, and threw loads of red dice at each other. We had all had big ships on the table, and we were chucking red dice like no tomorrow. And it was a great laugh. I had an amazing time with Dylan. Uh, right, and uh, my last game was Ash against someone else I think basically the hubby can tell me who about half of the uh, I don't actually know Ash did so I not? can't did you not uh, I think I'd spoken to him at breakfast I think is what it is I was being a social person and spoke to him at breakfast at Premier Inn thank you Premier Inn and uh, yeah so I had another lovely game there we were knackered game five I'm uh, I've done about five games of 2.5 full stop. So five games of it in a day was loads. And I actually won that one. Uh, he was giving me lovely little tips as well, was being brilliant. And uh, just my Falcons take a lot of chewing away at. And 
smaller ships just don't. And I happened to just keep plodding away at them and she didn't get the sh- um, shots through on my Falcons. And it could have gone either way. It could have gone either way. Like most of my games, actually, they could have gone either way. My Falcons take a lot of chewing through. And uh, that was basically me sitting there with my ships that I knew what I was doing and was super happy happy, and had the best time speaking to five lovely people. And it was super. So you ended 2-3? And I ended 2-3. I was probably quite uncomfortably close to you, love. If I'd yeah, have, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. if, I, if I'd have drawn a game as well, I had a couple of really close games that I just lost. I've played my arse off for the last three years and you've come in after five games and got one slightly worse result than me. And not by much, because as I said, a couple of those games probably flipped on the, the wow. last, if I think about it. So I could have beat you, love. Oh, yeah. Just so you know. Rub it in much. Yeah, that, that would... Uh, I have to lose because otherwise you might not drive me home. <laughs> yeah, right. but I think we could, all three of us can agree in saying we need to say a huge shout out and thank you to the Sith Takers, to Element. I love the people in Element. Oh my gosh, they're great. Thank you for the coffee. Thank you for the chats. Who would have thought I'd chat, eh? Uh, probably everybody. And also, I Mickey mean... for getting the, the stream done for us. And yeah, I had the best time and I can't wait to see you all again. Unfortunately, I probably get a day off a year or a weekend off a year. So I can't wait for the next. So take her open. Thank you so much, guys. Wow. Taking over the podcast much there. You guys were nutting on about all your stats and stuff. Someone had to keep it light. So, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> Kaylee is quite right. We um we do, we do want to shout out the Sith Takers um, and... And the TOs, Rich and Sean, and um, obviously all our opponents. Um, everyone who, you know... I Basically do, everyone who was there. It was I, great. I do appreciate everyone being friendly with Kaylee because it's nice. It means she wants to play more and come again next year. So that's a win in my it book. It's just nice that a girl in a room can be amongst 100 guys but feel happy as Larry and just not feel in the least bit uncomfortable because you're all so nice. So thank you. But it was... Um, it, the thing I like about Sith Takers is, is it's going and seeing the people that you don't see very often. Um, people like Liam Baker, Connor Holmes, um, that, you know, you, you meet once a year, but... Still come, just, but yeah. come around, give you a big hug. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. You're just so friendly and it's so I had nice some good hugs, I must it's... say. There was a good hug game going along around the room. It uh, was nice. Anyone you want to shout out, Sam? And I think I kind of done all my shout outs, really. Fair, fair. Like Sam cares not for any of you. <laughs> I care not for anyone. No. I'm a selfish <laughs> bastard. Meh to you all. Okay. Right? Uh, well as we're nicely around about an hour, we'll wrap it up there for this week. Um thanks guys for listening. Um thank you. Uh, once again, just everyone who helped in the city, everyone who helped with the prize support, with the running, with playing. It it was fantastic, as it always is. Uh, and I am looking forward to next year. Oh, uh, and thank you to Sean and Sam for dragging me along and make sure I get, making sure I came away on this weekend. Thank you. Uh, we will be back next week with a regular game. Um, so join us then. Uh, I'll just say goodbye. And ta-ta from me. Oh, and it's bye from me. Thanks, guys. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. It's time to say goodbye. Disney Sues will claim fair use, oh hi, oh hi, oh hi.